guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. All right, my friends, so we're finishing up this week of the Come Follow Me. I started uh, yesterday as we were talking about how Paul talked about all of the sexual immorality that was going on in Corinth, and he starts teaching them not a guilt lesson on the law of chastity, but he teaches them the doctrine of how their bodies are temples. And I referred to Elder Bednar's quote about how our bodies are temples. He left off with this phrase, we can learn a number of important lessons by comparing the church's temples to our physical bodies as temples. Now with that in mind, let me take you over to chapter three of First Corinthians. And Paul gives a wonderful analogy here as he's setting up this idea of your body being a temple. Verse nine, for we are laborers together with God. Ye are God's husbandry. The footnote says cultivated field or farm. And ye are God's building according to the grace of God, which is given unto me as a wise master builder. Any of you guys are Lego fans or Minecraft fans, I think you'll appreciate that. I have laid the foundation, another buildeth thereon, but let every man take heed how he buildeth thereon. So talking about this foundation. For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. So if you are going to make a foundation to your temple, it has got to be on that foundation of Jesus Christ. And so like Elder Bednar said, you can learn a lot about the building of our own temples to the way we should be building our own temples with that. And again, I think it's going to solve a lot of problems, whether it's a lot of chastity or whatever it is right there. I think when you focus on that, those things will take care of themselves as you understand that doctrine. Now I want to show you, of course, the beautiful Salt Lake Temple. It is a landmark of the church, one of the earliest temples of the church that was built in this dispensation. If you know the history behind this, this thing took a while and there's some cool little stories behind this. Now, if you're listening to this on our podcast, maybe you can check the video out on our YouTube channel or Instagram or Facebook, because I'm going to show you some pictures here of the Salt Lake Temple as it's being built. And I think there's some lessons here for you and I. So what you've got right here is 1853. Look at this farmer's field right here. That is where the temple is being built. So 1853, here's the beginnings of it. Now you go forward to 1858 and 1859. Look at this picture right here. Not much else has changed. In fact, one of the things to understand here, in 1857, you had Johnston's army who had been told that the Utahns were trying to start some kind of trouble here. And so they traveled in right here. And the early church leaders, Brigham Young, which is like, if they see a temple being built right here, they're going to level this thing to the ground. And so what they did is they took down the foundation, buried it all. Once Johnston's army came through, the saints dug up that foundation and found that the foundation was crumbling. So here they are. They were four years into this. And then all of a sudden, they had to start from scratch again. So they start building again. Again, the temple at four years old struggled. Four years of work, they have to start again. So you look at it right here, 1865. Look at it. Not much is going on, right? Okay, this is 12 years into the process. Now, I want you to think about as you're doing this, kind of what you look like as you're going through your life. At 12 years old, there's maybe a little bit of a foundation, but you're still doing your best to keep building. Not much is going on. You've had to redo some things. You go to 1870. Check out this picture right here. So 1870, the temple is 17 years old. The temple is a teenager. There is a foundation 
addition built. And again, it's fine, it looks good, but for 17 years, they have been really working on that foundation. Again, Paul talks about the foundation of Jesus Christ. What should we be doing for those crucial years leading up to that? We should be focusing on our relationship with Jesus Christ and building that foundation right there. Well, you go forward to 1874, the temple is now 21 years old. Look at that mess, okay? A little chaotic. You think you know what you're doing, and then all of a sudden there's this mess going on, but they're still trying to build this. 1875, the temple is now 22 years in construction. It's put together a little bit better. You've got that first level going on right there. You go to 1878, and look what takes place from 1875 to 1878. So here the temple is 26 years old now, right? Starting to figure some stuff out. You're building that second level right there. You go forward to 1880. A uh, little bit more, okay? Here the temple is now, what, 27, 28 or so? And it's still being built. 1881, the temple is now 29 years in making and you're still there. It's taking a while. I know sometimes we feel almost 30 years on this earth. We should know what we're doing. Nah, we're still building that foundation. We're still trying to figure all this out. 1887, okay, we're fast forwarding. The temple is now 34 years. Look at this. You got all these levels going up right here. 1890, so the temple is now 37 years in making. It is still growing. It's still growing. You don't have the top yet. You're still working on it. 1892, the temple is now 39 years in making. Again, you're starting to see that scaffolding up there. You're going to see Moroni coming up very soon. And then you've got 1892 and 1893, 40 years, the temple is finally completed and it looks great. Many of you out there, if you're 40 year olds, you're like, great, I've got this all figured out. This is awesome, right? Well, let's fast forward another 70 years or so, okay? 1962 to 1963, the granite foundation needs a little bit of work and they're seeing that sandstone sub foundation needs work as well. So what do they do? They start digging up this foundation and they start working on it. So here we are. 110 years into this and they're still making renovations to this which leads us to this picture right here look how beautiful this is this is 2018 the temple looks awesome president nelson in 2021 gave a wonderful message about the temple go ahead and watch this please We are looking at the original foundation of the Salt Lake Temple. I'm standing in an area beneath what was the garden room. As I examine the craftsmanship of this entire building, I marvel at what the pioneers accomplished. I am totally in awe when I consider that they built this magnificent temple with only tools and techniques available to them more than a century ago. These many decades later, however, if we examine the foundation closely, we can see the effects of erosion, gaps in the original stonework, and varying stages of stability in the masonry. Now, as I witness what modern engineers, architects, and construction experts can do, to reinforce that original foundation. I am absolutely amazed. Their work is astonishing. The foundation of any building, particularly one as large as this one, must be strong and resilient enough to withstand earthquakes, corrosion, high winds, and the inevitable settling 
and affects all buildings. The complex task of strengthening now underway will reinforce this sacred temple with a foundation that can and will stand the test of time. Again, so much to be learned about our personal foundations, our spiritual foundations to the temple right here. So 2021, look at that. And 2023, earlier this year, if you've been to Salt Lake and you can see that, yeah, the temple right now is a mess, right? But in 2025, that thing is going to be, like President Nelson said, one of the safest places to be when these earthquakes, whether they be spiritual or whether they be physical. And so I love again how here you've got Paul who's trying to focus on a very serious thing that the saints in Corinth are struggling with. And what does he do? He focuses on the importance of building your foundation. And as you do those things, these other things that we're struggling with will just either become non-issues or they will take care of themselves and we will desire to repent and come into Christ. So I love this message right here and I love the way Paul teaches it and I love the way he focuses on these Corinthian saints, who he loves. And this next week, you're going to see the continuation of his message. Again, those things that they are struggling with, things like not taking care of poor, focusing on some of these doctrines that are some of the difficult things that they don't understand. You're going to see how well Paul teaches them. I love these chapters and I am so grateful for them. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.